0: Hello and welcome to the This Is Marketing Podcast. I'm Ross Morone, and in this episode, we're going to be talking about do-it-yourself marketing. You may have seen the series, you may have read the books, the do-it-yourself, whatever. It doesn't matter. The reality is, is that there's not a lot of people that actually can execute on doing it yourself. It's a great dream. Trust me, I, I've seen it executed poorly. I've seen it executed well. Doing it yourself when it comes to marketing is something that I think every business can achieve and should really strive for. Now, is this still my attack against advertisers and agencies? Yes, in a little weird way it is because I think that what an agency has that you don't are maybe the resources for creativity, the ability to make videos, do photos, graphic design, web design, programming, things like that. That's your typical agency sell. You know, they can help you execute on ideas of getting things done. but When it comes to the day-to-day marketing, I think that there's a bigger ability and more of an ability in the internal structure of the business. Now, does this mean you have to go out and hire 10 more people now to do all these things internally? No, I don't think so. I think that what you can do, though, is, is start by defining that vision that purpose, that goal, what it is that you need to achieve as a business when it comes to your social media. I'm actually in the middle of uh, talking with a potential client right now about this idea. You know that a lot of the day-to-day marketing of what we think of marketing, which is really around day-to-day is social media, uh, the different platforms and postings that need to occur there, talking about making that an internal thing. Now, where they don't have the expertise on what is what that means. And that's, whereas in a consultant role, I bring in that value. I know the different platforms. I know how they are structured, how they have to work. I understand a lot about the algorithms, the type of content they want you to provide, the relativity of that content to not only your audience, but to your business. It's all about engagement. We talk about that constantly, making good content that's engageable. When it comes to social media platforms, the ones that win, the businesses that are winning at this, are those that are making content that's engageable. So from a content perspective, this is something that we've talked about in this podcast over and over. You have content being generated each and every day by your workers, by your product people, the people who are actually developing things, your sales team. Uh, all the way down to the people that are packaging and shipping out stuff there's content to be made there you know where's this package going today or sending it here that could become a content piece it could be a little post on social media about you know today's furthest shipment that we're doing is out to california from wherever you're located it's just about making it relevant to your audience and making it in a way that it's shareable but it's also something that they want to see and the more engagement that they give you on these social platforms the more likelihood that you're going to be able to reach a bigger audience and help grow your audience. Now, remember, slow growth on the audience is going to be the best. So, no matter what, that's really our goal. We want to share content that's good, but we want to expect slow growth. So, the do it yourself part of this is really yes, I think you could probably afford to hire in a consultant that has a background in understanding how each of these platforms work. Um, you may look at social media as being a very organic process where you know, we want coached on what type of posts we can make, what apps we can use. That's a huge, important thing as part of this process. You know, everyone has a cell phone and what a cell phone gives everybody the ability to do now is to take photos and videos and make posts for social media that look good, have high relevancy. They have a certain look. We can create a brand image around that. And understanding what apps is sometimes have to battle, you know, you don't have to be a have a background in photography to be good at photography for your business. You can set up some things internally in your office or in your plan or whatever it is uh, and create content that looks really nice. Sometimes you just need some light. You need a nice, well-lit area. If you have a window in an office, that's perfect. That's perfect lighting. It's very balanced coming in. It's about how you shoot it. And if you get the right apps, um, you can really find a way to make everything have a very consistent look to it, but also a high-quality look. Just some relevant apps that I've, I've stumbled upon, and this is me doing YouTube searches, you know, how to take really good pictures with a cell phone. I mean, somebody like me that has a background in photography, I've, I've used high-end DSLR cameras. I use them every day. I understand how to shoot. I understand lighting. I understand all this stuff. When it comes to cell phones, I want to know, how can I do this on the cheap and on the fly? So there's certain apps. One app that I just kind of stumbled upon through uh, a video that I watched on YouTube is called Snapseed. It's an editing app. You take a photo, you can bring it in, adjust colors, put filters on it, and and really give every photo a certain look. The brands that do that really well have that expectation. Every photo we take is gonna have a certain filter on it. It's gonna be the same filter each time, and we're gonna make sure that we're shooting products in a way so that when you look at our overall timeline on social media, whether it's Facebook or Instagram, or photos or videos that we share on Twitter, LinkedIn, whatever that platform they choose, they want to make sure there's that consistency. So something like Snapseed, when it comes to photography, allows you to create those filters and create that look. If you educate your internal audit, your internal uh, team that's going to be working on this, everyone can have that idea so that people are generating content everywhere. Now, there's always going to be one person that's not on board with this. They don't want to do it. It's not part of their job description, and they're not interested in it. And that's fine. That's not the person you want to force to try to engage with your customers, and your perspective audience on social media. But you may have two or three people that say, you know what? Yeah, I would love to do that. That'd be something I think I'd enjoy. So really tap into that audience. Again, I've said this before that, you know, the people that I always look to hire when it comes to students are those that have all the social media channels. I don't go on their social media to see the good or bad things they might have said or with, you know, where they fall in in terms of uh, political beliefs or things like that. I go to see, are they engage, engaged on social media? How often are they posting? What type of posts? Do they put together videos? Are they doing photography? How can I tap them as a resource because they're the experts? They understand this. So really look to the people that use, you know, have their phones out under their desk. These are the people that are engaged on these platforms and they usually understand everything the most. They also understand any update that comes out. You know, Snapchat just pushed out an update that really upset a lot of people. Well, there's people out there that are, you know, love Snapchat and they're going to learn how to use the new platform to the best of their ability. That's somebody you want to tap for the do-it-yourself marketing, the internal business side of this. Again, content calendars are important. Coming up with that strategy, the client that I'm talking to right now says that, you know, a lot of the things that we do, we don't think ahead of. We come into the week before we know we want to do something. And that's when we start to scramble for content. We're looking for photos. We're trying to pull down posts. We're planning to do Facebook live things. You can't fly by the seat of your pants when it comes to social media. You really have to treat it as if it's part of your business. You know, Marketing strategies and content calendars, these are things that we pre-plan with the idea that when it comes time to actually go and execute on them, we have everything ready. We're planned two or three weeks out. We know what assets we need. We know that we need to have photos. how How many posts are we gonna do for the week? Uh, what's the internal sales team need to know about what we're doing? Are we running a special on Facebook that we're hoping to drive people into the store with? Are we hoping that people pick up the phone and call? Are we leading them to our website? What's everything that we need to know? Does the web team know that they have to discount a price on something because that's a special we're doing? You know, I see, I get some emails uh, for different things that I sign on. One is wine library. I bought some wine through wine library and they send a tremendous amount of emails every day. There's a constant flow of new emails coming in. And some of these are hour long sales that they do, which means that there's has to be so many people tuned into that. The web team has to know to discount the price of that product online or have that uh, promo code ready to go and, and tuned and teed up there to go. So think of how many people are involved and that's why communication during this process is so important. Do it yourself marketing is really gonna work when the whole team has a handle on what's going on. So team meetings are also very important, whether you're doing once, twice a week, Uh, a quick stand-up meeting before you go live with a marketing promo. These are things that we execute on in our university because we know that everybody has to be a part of this process. Everybody has to have some kind of stake in the game and know their part and their purpose, what we need from them, and the timing of all of that. So a project manager is important. I don't think it's a necessity, uh, but somebody to kind of piece everything together so that you know where all the moving pieces are when it's coming together. Because when you're planning five, six, seven things per week, You really have to be thinking in terms of how are we going to actually get everyone involved and make sure that all of the pieces are in place as we go live with this. So first thing to start with, do you need a consultant? Yes, I think you should tap into that resource. Find somebody that's going to not only execute on the things you want to deliver on when it comes to social media or to your marketing strategy or whatever this is. You know, we're talking really specific about social media, but this could also be digital marketing. It could be somebody that helps you buy and place and negotiate media. I talked about this in two podcasts ago about dealing with these advertisers. Um, there's still a lot that needs to be done there. Most business owners don't want to spend the time to look at prices and negotiate them down, but I can guarantee that there's wiggle room on all of these advertisings. You can really sit there and say, you know what? I, I think this billboard is outside of my budget. Is there something else you could do or work with me on placements? Very important. Audience is the most important. Who's going to see this? Uh, working with them to try to get budgets down, you may not have a lot of time to do that, but somebody on your team can become the champion for this and learn the ins and outs of that, make those contacts, get with the different advertisers, get together with them, learn what they have to offer to you, tell them what you need out of them. You know, that's the approach. It's never, the the old school approach and still what I see a lot of is people coming to me with offers, you know, I have a highly discounted uh, front page of this or one full page colored ad here, they're approaching me with the content piece that they have available for me. It's always thinking about my audience who benefits from looking at this piece Does your audience match mine. So I always have like a little database uh, of files where I know like, okay, if I wanted to tap audience a here's all the publications they generally would look at. Here's the best billboards to do. Here's the TV channels I want to be on the shows that I want to program against. So I have things in place where I know where I can reach my audience with a certain message, or a certain something, if we're doing a sale or something like that, that's how I would build that out. But make sure your team knows about that. Make sure the internal team that's working on the do-it-yourself part of this understands everything that you're going to be talking about. So it translates over to social media. It translates back into traditional marketing. Having a consultant's a huge, huge part of this, somebody that can get you started. I always approach consulting with a business in a three-month term. So I'm gonna come in for three months, I'm gonna give you all the knowledge that I possibly can. I'm gonna look at your internal structure, I'm gonna see where your needs are, where you have some issues, where your challenges are gonna be faced, what challenges are you facing because of your social media content. I'm gonna do a full analysis on all of your social media. I'm gonna look at every post that you've done as far back as I can go. I'm gonna see how that's progressed. I'm gonna look at likes, I'm gonna look at engagements. If you could give me access to any of your analytics, I'm gonna study all of that. I'm gonna piece together a puzzle That tells the story of how your marketing is working this is also including the type of content i'm going to look at the type of content pieces you put out video photography sales uh promos facebook live videos anything that you do i'm going to analyze each one of those pieces and and as a whole and say okay i think that this works i don't think this works this may not be working because of how you're targeting it how you're pushing it out the time of day you're pushing it out There's a lot of variables involved with everything that you do when it comes to something like social media or just general marketing. I could look at a print piece and say, okay, you ran this promo. How many of these do you think came in? How can you tie these sales metrics in? What's your ROI? Are you measuring that? And then that gives us a little bit of idea about that print piece, whether or not it was effective or not, do we go back to that well when we need it? Those are things that we need to analyze as consultants. So finding a consultant that comes in with that pitch versus just, Here's going to be my retainer fee, and here's what I'm going to deliver on. From what I understand, uh, where there's a lot of problems with the businesses that I've worked with in the past and consultants is they come in and and offer to do things like, we're going to buy your media for you. It's going to cost you X amount of dollars per month, but anything that you're placing is going to be on top of this. So regardless of where they're placing it or what they're doing, sure, they're going to spend your money. That's easy. I mean, if if I wanted to go out and spend a $10,000 a month budget for somebody, I can do it and not worry about it and come back and say, hey, I spent 10 grand, here's all your impression data, good luck. But the consultant that does that better actually takes a deeper dive in everything. They take a deeper dive into the type of content you're buying, the kind of media you're placing, everything like that, and they come back with ideas. They come back with changes. They come back with, how do we get the team restructured internally to make sure that everything we're executing on on this, maybe it's one campaign, Is actually getting you the full ROI and how are we measuring ROI you know that's that's another thing that I think a lot of businesses leave out of this they think because they're spending money it's being effective and maybe they have clients coming in the door and that's fine they have customers coming in and that's their biggest measurable they don't care about anything else my challenge to you is to actually connect names with advertisements you know I have these ten customers here's who they are here's the demographic of who they are what they bought how they spent are they repeat customers or not Here's where they were introduced to us. This is the advertisement they saw. Um, this is the promo we ran, so it was effective. Here's So the promo matched this demographic. If we wanna run that again, we can actually put money against the demographic to expand upon that. So every campaign, everything we do is becomes a learning moment for future campaigns. It becomes a learning moment for the team. We bring the team in, we explain to them everything that I'm doing as a consultant. We explain everything from the business side that we're hoping to achieve with this and then determining what part each of them play into this as a consultant three months yeah maybe that's not fruitful maybe your full-time gig is being a consultant or you're looking for somebody long term that's fine but make sure that you're working within three months for me as a three-month development i could come back and say within three months i'm walking away from you or you're walking away from me or we're agreeing to do business again because maybe it's not something i i got into that i wanted to be in. i've worked with many businesses that gave me a lot of promises as well with help with content, with ideas, and then I was scrambling or chasing them down 24/7 to try to get them to execute on it. For me, that's not worth my time. There's no amount of money in the world that makes that worth it for a consultant, especially a marketing one that has some kind of creative background that needs that. So you have to make sure it works for you from the consultant role, but it also has to work for the business on the other end of it and treat your consultant as an outsider. That's very important allow somebody to have an outside opinion. Uh, This is sometimes difficult, especially if you're talking with a business that's family owned or that has a history of having maybe one person in place that makes all the decisions. It's very hard to bring somebody out from the outside and say, you know what, I think that maybe we should try this or you can try this idea. That's sometimes really, it's, it's hard to do. It's not always well received, but at least in that instance, from a consultant role, it allows me to get ideas flowing. It allows the creative juices to start running again. And that's where you start to find things that really can resonate with your audience. It's about changing things up. I'm never opposed to doing a rebranding for a business. I'm never opposed to changing marketing messages, taglines, whatever it is, color schemes, logos, freshening up a look. That's, that's something that's I think is highly useful, especially if you're going into this because this is a pain point for you. You need help with marketing. So you're obviously reaching out to somebody to help you do this and that's, we're bringing this in. So the do it yourself part of this is, is so much more than just saying, you know, we're going to save money on this because you will in the long run, not paying an agency to do the full blown, you know, gamut of everything is going to save you money, but you have to be able to, and, and willing to take that, that internal workload that's going to come with this and, and be open to new ideas and open to the creativity. One last thing that I think is, is super important um, is knowing what your expectations are of this entire process. Do-it-yourself marketing is like starting a miniature business within yourself. It's about expanding a marketing arm. It's about putting together people to create maybe a part-time of their week team. And by that, I mean, so you have maybe salespeople you're bringing into this, maybe project managers, engineers, whatever they are, you're bringing some people into the internal side of this team that are going to look at everything uh, and, and start to develop it as they see it should be. So there's gonna be time allotted each week to working on this. Maybe it's five hours, maybe it's 10. You're taking away from them doing other part of their job and hopefully you can squeeze that out without affecting too much of the business. But you know, that's where your investment lies. You're investing more time and resources internally and your ROI is automatically already starting to be generated for that. By using people that are internal, you already have knowledge. You don't have to play catch up uh, with maybe like you would an outside agency. Having that organization ready to go Having that expectation that, you know, this is going to take some time for us to get off the ground. We're going to let this work for maybe three, six months to see how it goes. And then after that, you can make that determination. You hopefully have all of the metrics in place to capture all of the data and assess it and then be able to go back and actually make decisions on whether or not this is worth it. When I talked about hiring an agency at the beginning of this, I said that you get a lot more people out of them, but you're still going to be paying them a premium. You're always paying a premium on top of everything because you're getting experts. If you could find an agency that's charging less than $100 per hour of anyone's given time, um, I'd be shocked at that. So if you can look at your internal team and you say, hey, maybe I got a bunch of 20, $25 per hour employees. I could get four for one that I would have an agency. Yeah, there's a learning curve. Yeah, maybe the skill sets aren't honed in as much. But again, you have that upper hand and that advantage of knowing the business, knowing the customers and being able to put that all together. I guess at the end of the day, the real important part, point here is, is that marketing isn't an impossible thing for anyone to do. Marketing is very easily self-taught. You learn what works. You understand more about the process of marketing and the expectations of how that works. You can listen back on any one of these podcasts and, and probably get that sense from me that you know, marketing is, is learned. I never went to school for marketing and I ended up in a director of marketing position because I learned along the way. I studied, I spent hours and hours and hours watching videos, learning on YouTube, reading blogs, reading articles, reading books, doing things that I enjoyed because I found that it was so interesting how easy marketing can actually be for a business if you really learn those, those nuts and bolts of how it works. It works because content and it works because you're at the right audience. When you have those two things right, then the timing's correct, then everything's in kind of place for there, then that's where marketing is really successful and that's what leads to sales. It's what leads to signups for services. It's how you build email lists. It all comes together with that idea in mind, content and audience, making sure those two are a perfect marriage. It's not impossible. It's not impossible for any business to pick this up and do it. I would love to hear from businesses that have questions about this. You know, where can I get started? What's the first thing you think I should do? It's, It's gonna be different for everybody. But by, again, analyzing what you've done already, it gives you a really nice overview of where the best place to start is. I hope that everyone that listens to this or shares this with somebody gets that kind of, you know, what we could do this ourselves. We could do it yourself, marketing, and it's really easy. And, and here's the steps we have to do to jump into it. You may be saying, I just don't have the time. I just I'd rather spend the money than, than focus on the time. And that's fine. You can do that if you have the money. My challenge is, is that you know what there's a lot more benefit in it if you take the time to do it. It's hard. It's not going to be easy. Nothing ever is. But the long game here, the the long play of this entire idea of doing all of our marketing internally, maybe bringing a few people in to help with it to get us started to get us going, uh, there's going to be a, a longer play here that's going to be really fruitful for your business and for your customers. You're both going to learn a lot about each other and then the relationship between your product and their wallet. Is going to be that much easier for both of you. As always, I want to thank you for listening. You've had any comments, questions, things about this? Love to hear from you. you could hit hit me up on Twitter at Ross Marone. Uh, if you're listening on iTunes, I always appreciate that uh, review or a star rating if you can. There's a way to go do that there on iTunes. Appreciate that. That always helps with podcasts. I want to thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.